Welcome, or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Before the Cubs Red Series begins, and ask me questions if you have them. I ran into a number of different things getting ready for the Cubs-Reds series tonight. Uh, Reds are going with Tyler Maley, who his numbers against the league are generally unspectacular, but whenever he's pitched against the Cubs by the fifth or sixth inning, I'm thinking, why isn't this guy doing this against other teams? He has a Whip against the Cubs of 1.16. His whip against the league is 1.44. He's generally done very good against the Cubs. Who knows? Per chance, maybe that will change tonight. Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Cubs certainly have a chance. It would be really nice to win two of three, but realistically, if they win one of three, it's not going to be jump off the bridge time. A lot of people will say it's jump off the bridge time, but it isn't. Um, Cubs are in fine shape. Just allow the Cardinals play at the Indian. Uh, Cardinals play the Indians for three. The Brewers play the Pirates for three. Somebody's going to get knocked off. And then there's even talk about the Padres and the Brewers making a trade involving Josh Hader. So we'll just have to sit around and watch. Um, again, ran into a couple things getting ready. The White Sox traded for Jared Dyson. Who is a who was with the Pirates was kind of their starting center fielder, kind of, and White Sox ended up trading two hundred twenty thousand dollars of international spending space. Not actually two hundred twenty thousand dollars, just the ability to spend two hundred twenty thousand dollars to the Pirates to get Dyson. Why a team would have? Why a team would be assigned? money to spend internationally and about 14 months later still not have spent their last $220,000. I don't get that, but okay. It's worked for them, I guess. Um, the Reds are not selling. They're, by their sweeping the Brewers in the doubleheader yesterday, they are now close enough to in contention that they don't want to trade Trevor Bauer and they're going to try to Make it to the postseason, and that's all cool. And the Indians are sending Aaron Judge back to the injured list. Now, today, I'm going to go back to a topic I've gone to a couple of times before. And it's going to be a short episode. It's There's not really a whole lot further beyond this. But those things and this thing here, I it was important enough to get it down. Just so you can hear what I'm thinking along a topic I've already been thinking about. The Yankees are having infield trouble. And with Aaron Judge going on the injured list, they needed another offensive player. Just somebody. The only player on their 40-man roster was a player who 
hasn't played at the major league level, hasn't played at the AAA level, hasn't played at the AA level. So the Yankees instead decided to call up someone else who, uh, I, I, I forgot his name before, I'm forgetting his name now, but he's, he's an incidental fill-in type of guy, kind of like, uh, a bit like a Mike Freeman, who the Cubs had a number of years ago. You can play him, he's not going to help a lot, he's not going to hurt a lot, but he's certainly not the type of player that you would expect to be on the Yankees roster. To make room for adding that player to the 40-man roster. The Yankees released Luis Avilon. Luis Avilon had been on the Yankees' injured list. And they released him. They didn't designate him. They released him. A couple days ago, the Reds thought, uh, the Yankees thought Luis Avilan was good enough to use in the game. And now, today, they released him. Apparently, by the sounds of it, they're hoping they can re-sign him. But it would have to be, because their 40-man roster is full, they would have to be re-signing him to a minor league deal. I wonder if you're thinking what I'm thinking. The Cubs also have a full 40-man roster. The 40th man on said 40th 40-man roster is Rex Brothers. Now, here's the question for the day. Who do you think is probably a more useful pitcher for the Cubs for 19 uh, for 2020? Who do you think is probably a better pitcher for the Cubs for 2020? I'm not thinking beyond for either player. I'm talking about in 2020, who do you think is a better add, a better use of a 40-man roster spot in 2020 now for the Cubs? Luis Avilan, who the New York Yankees used in a game within the last week, left-handed reliever, 32 years old, uh, not having a fantastic year this year, but then, of course, he had something go haywire in his last outing, so that'll blow up any reliever's earned run average somewhat. Um, who do you think would probably be a better have on the 40-man roster for this year? Luis Avilan or Rex Brothers? Rex Brothers pitched a couple times for the Cubs, has worse numbers this year than Pedro Strope does. Brothers is a left-hander. Luis Avilan is a left-hander. Luis Avilan is on the injured list. Rex Brothers is in South Bend trying to convince the Cubs that he deserves another look. I designate Rex Brothers and sign uh, Luis Avilan if at all possible. Uh, since he was released, it was almost certainly for uh, he, he would almost certainly sign for at or near the prorated league minimum. So you're buying him for a month of action. He's better than Rex Brothers. If you decide he's better than Rex Brothers, then you're putting him on the injured list anyway, because that's where he was with the Cubs or with the Yankees. So he's not stealing any major league players roster spot. 
probably in a week or 10 days, Avilon might be ready to pitch again. Seems to me Luis Avilon would be a better player to possess on the 40-man roster for the Cubs than Rex Brothers. It seems like that would be a better move from a logical perspective, and it doesn't seem like there's any emotional attachment to Rex Brothers. So I say Cubs ought to sign Luis Avilon to a major league contract before first pitch tonight, and in the process, put him on the injured list, which is where he was in the first place. I'm not 100% sure if they can add him, put him, and put him on the injured list in one fell swoop, but I would imagine they ought to be able, if nothing else, they ought to be able to send down whichever player it is, sign Avilon, put him on the injured list, and then call the other player back up. They're, they ought to be able to do that. And if it ends up being a situation where, no, they actually can't do that because of the rules, then call somebody up to uh, bring somebody to Cincinnati for Saturday's game. I don't imagine Kyle Hendricks is going to need too many reliever, really, too much relief help tonight. Um, boot the uh, if, you, if it's absolutely essential to... Uh, return Dan Winkler to AAA and then replace him with Justin Steele or whoever, go ahead and do it. But Ed Luis Avilon. Avilon is a better pitcher than um, Rex Brothers. He has been pretty much in every year for the past 12 years. Well, last five years. So seems seems not a, a rather logical thing to do. Uh, I'm going to finish this off go get a drink of water, and then type out an article because it's uh, it's an absolutely logical thing to do and things that are logical and make sense and should help the team ought to be followed. So you have a great night. And thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll try to post another podcast if circumstances warrant one. I'll attempt to make that one. Worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to others.